Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friend. How are you? I am so happy to be chatting with you all today. The sun is shining. It is a clear blue sky and a beautiful day here in New Zealand. I hope it is beautiful wherever you are or that at least you are having a magical day. Today, I'm really excited to talk about emotional comfort zones and a concept that I have been exploring and kind of trying to create some new content and ideas around to further help my clients. And before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you so much for all of the love and the beautiful messages in regards to the episode, two episodes back now, How to Believe in Yourself. So much love and positive feedback in regards to that episode and how powerful it was and how easy it is to apply to your life to make change. So if you have not listened to that, you're missing out. (laughs) After this, make sure you go back and listen to How to Believe in Yourself. So shout out to everyone who reached out to let me know. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I love hearing from you guys. So if you do want to get in touch, come hang out with me on social media zena.jones.coach on Instagram and you will find me inside the Solo Women Travel Tribe Facebook group as well. Okay. So we have talked a little bit before on this podcast about how to feel and process your emotions. Now, oftentimes we talk about that with regards to negative emotions. So if, for example, you're experiencing anxiety or you might be experiencing um, some grief right? We talk about how to feel that and how to process it through your body and how if you, if and when you are able to do that, you're able to get control over the feeling as opposed to feeling like it has control of you. And then you're able to move on and process that feeling so much quicker than resisting it and avoiding it, which is what most humans do because we haven't been taught how to process and feel our feelings. Okay. So We have talked about that, but what I want to talk about today is more in regards to how to feel a positive or more useful emotion on purpose. Okay. So we're going to talk about emotional comfort zones. We all have an emotional comfort zone. So this is the emotions that we experience most often, right? The emotions that we have on a regular basis. So if you think of this like being at home, when you're at home and you're, you know, in your own environment, you feel comfortable, right? You have all of your things around you. You are generally with people who you like or you love, right? In an environment that feels warm and safe and comfortable, right? We have the same thing in our body with emotions. We have emotions in our body that feel comfortable. Now, that doesn't mean that all of those emotions are positive or what we would like them to be, right? Sometimes we have emotions in our body that 
are uncomfortable, but they are so familiar to us that they become part of our emotional comfort zone. All right, stay with me. (laughs) So even if the emotional comfort zone appears to be hurting you, right? So if it's an, an emotion like anxiety that you may not want to be experiencing, but you're so familiar with it, it has become your part of your emotional comfort zone, right? So even if it's hurting you, your subconscious brain will bring you back to it. It will continue leading you back to it because it's what's most familiar and it's what you know. Okay. It's a habit. Basically, it's been, it's become a habit to feel this way. Now I'm talking about emotional comfort zones because this is why so many people will not achieve their goals this year is because their emotional comfort zone will self-sabotage them, right? And lead them back to where they are now. Our emotional comfort zones, as I said before, sometimes they're not You know, they're not necessarily emotions that we would like to be our emotional comfort zones, which might be calm or happiness, positive things, right? Some of our emotional comfort zones are trauma responses to something that we experienced when we were younger, okay? Now, I don't want to dive too much into the trauma side of things, but just on a real quick note, when I talk about trauma with my clients, I like to talk about big T and little t trauma. So big T trauma is things like PTSD or um, perhaps sexual assault or even emotional abuse, these kinds of things, right? However, there are things like little T trauma, which are some of the examples that I will give now that are also a form of trauma, okay? So for example, if you were in a household when you were younger where you were always told to be quiet and that children should be seen and not heard. And maybe you were, um, you know, shut in your room a lot and not allowed to come out in the lounge. Or, you know, maybe you got, you know, a smack on the butt if you didn't behave the way that your parents wanted you to behave in a certain way. Then perhaps now you experience a lot of frustration in your life because that was an emotion that you had so much back then. Okay. So now your body is so familiar with that, it has become comfortable for you to feel frustration. You know it really, really well. You spend a lot of time in it, okay? Or perhaps you had a parent at home who was an alcoholic and they would very often fly off the handle and they could be abusive, whether that be physically or mentally, right? Maybe they threw things around. You never knew what was going to happen and you experienced a lot of anxiety, And you were on edge a lot, ready to, you know, take action or run for safety, right? That emotion may have served you back in childhood. It may have helped to protect you, right? And it may have become very familiar in your body and it may now become or be part of your emotional comfort zone, okay? So our emotional comfort zone will be made up of multiple emotions that we feel most often on a regular basis. If your emotional comfort zone is different to what you need to feel in order to attain your goals, then you will experience self-sabotage. Okay, I'm going to say that again. 
if your emotional comfort zone is different to what you need to feel in order to obtain your goals, then you will experience self-sabotage. Now, self-sabotage is self-protection, right? Our body self-sabotages because it thinks it's trying to protect us and bring us back to what we know, what is comfortable, what is familiar, okay? So in order to change your emotional comfort zone, you must practice how you want to feel, right? And you need to do this whilst reminding yourself that you're safe and you've got your own back. So I want you to think about for a moment, how will you need to feel in order to achieve your goals? And how might you need to be willing to feel along the way? Okay. Now I want to remind you that the way we feel determines what we do. Okay. Our feelings drive all of our actions. So what we do or what we don't do is because of how we feel. When you feel motivated, you get shit done. When you feel ashamed, you hide. When you feel courageous, get outside your comfort zone. Okay. When I started my public speaking journey, I needed to feel determined and committed in order to keep showing up week after week after week. I also needed to be willing to feel embarrassed, nervous, and afraid when I got up to speak. I needed to be willing to feel them. Okay. It is so much easier to put it off or avoid it, right? Especially when you think about being nervous or afraid or embarrassed. We don't want to feel that way most of the time, right? But the more we put these things off, the further away we push our goals. Okay. I'm going to give you some other examples to to help you to better understand this. But one thing I would like to say around nerves that I've been saying to my clients lately and shout out to my clients because they've been doing some epic shit and really getting outside of their comfort zones in their lives and wonderful thing. Because if you feel nervous, it means you are doing something that matters to you. Right? Feeling nervous is good. You are actually actively taking action to do something that means something to you. So fuck yeah. (laughs) Go feel nervous, my friends. (laughs) So proud of my clients. Okay, so let's get back to the examples that I want to give you to kind of understand this a little bit better and, and help you really embody what I'm talking about. So I want to give a solo travel example. So when we are new to solo travel right? We likely find that it's outside of our comfort zone, right? We are nervous, we're afraid, it feels unsafe, all these different things. Therefore, it would be very easy for us to sabotage by postponing the trip, putting it off, delaying it until you can find someone else to go with, right? Or until you think that you're going to feel comfortable to go, whatever, right? Now, We would do that because that would bring us back to feeling safe and comfortable now, 
right? It would bring us back to more of our natural emotional comfort zone, okay? If you wanted to take that trip no matter what, then how would you need to feel in order to make that happen? So perhaps in this instance, you might need to feel committed or determined or courageous or brave, right? Or maybe for you, it's like worried. You need to feel worried. Like I could go off on a tangent about that and ask you, does it ever serve you to be worried? But I'll leave it there. (laughs) So what I want to do is I want to pick one of those emotions, okay, that you think you would need to feel in order to achieve the goal, in order to make it happen. And then I want you to think about a time in your life when you have felt that way. So commitment is an emotion that I'm currently playing with as it pertains to some of my goals, right? When I think about being committed to something, right, I often think about like the commitment of a relationship. So the commitment I feel in a relationship, I choose to commit to that person and then I eliminate all other people. I'm like, I'm all in. I'm in this relationship. I love it. I want to be here. Like this is my person. Another great example for me is last year when I gave up drinking for a year, I was 100% committed, like right from the outset. And my commitment just continued to grow and increase. Drinking alcohol wasn't even an option for me. I wasn't interested in it. I knew what I wanted to achieve and I was all in on achieving that. To me, I was like, it's a done deal, right? So once you can see this, See the way that you think and feel about that emotion in a different area of your life or a different time that you have experienced it. Then you can see how you can apply this similar line of thinking and feeling in order to obtain your goal now and stretch your own emotional comfort zone. Okay. The more we stretch our emotional comfort zones, the more emotions we become willing to feel. Now, this is such a beautiful, wonderful thing. Okay. The more emotions we become willing to feel and able to feel, the less we will self-sabotage and the more we are able to achieve in our life, the more we're able to create. Okay. So simply put, in order to change the life that you have now, right, in order to get what it is that you want, you need to change your emotional comfort zone. You must stretch it and you must increase it, right? And here's one other thing I'd like to add on this is the more you do it, the easier it becomes because you show yourself, right, and I make sure all of my clients pause and acknowledge this, right, You show yourself, I can feel nervous and still do it and be okay, right? So for example, back to public speaking, like I can feel nervous when it comes to getting up to give my speech at Toastmasters, for example, like that's what I'm thinking of, right? When I go to Toastmasters and I give a speech, I can feel nervous. I can feel a little bit of anxiety in there and I can do it anyway and I can be okay. And the more I do that, the more I'm able to experience that emotion and the the less of a hold it has over me, right? 
I don't know if you guys can hear, but the uh, kids next door have started school holidays here in New Zealand, but they are playing basketball like crazy. And it's just like, doof, 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 doof. <laughs> so you're going to hear that in the background. That's what's going on, my friends. Okay. So I just really want you to think about this concept of emotional comfort zones and what you would need to feel in order to obtain your goal and what else you might need to be willing to feel. And if some of those emotions are emotions like, you know, rejection, when I think about, you know, dating, for example, and I was so terrified of dating, I had to be willing to experience being terrified and I had to be willing to experience possible rejection. Those were two emotions I had to be willing to feel, right? It didn't mean I necessarily would, but I was willing to feel them. I was willing to go there. Okay. But what I was able to add to my emotional comfort zone to keep me in this zone, to keep me working towards my goal of finding someone to share my life with, was I was able to feel courageous, right? And when I was able to feel courageous, I was able to keep showing up. I was able to continually get out there and meet people. I was able to, you know, do things that I normally wouldn't, like, you know, meet someone for coffee on the beach and go for a walk like the idea of that had previously terrified me and it still terrified me but when I was able to expand my emotional comfort zone to include courage and I could practice feeling it and feeling it more and more often it just became so much easier to do and instead of self-sabotaging I was able to show up and meet them right I was able to go on dates I was able to get to know these people okay all right, my friends, this has been so fun to talk about and share with you all. And I'm so excited to be sharing this new concept with my clients and helping them to change their lives. Speaking of which, if you want to explore life coaching, if you're enjoying this podcast, you're getting a lot of value out of it and you want some help applying all of these tools in your life, making some changes, really embodying what it means to have your own back, growing your self-confidence and kicking ass. <laughs> Then be sure to reach out to me, book in for a consult, which you can do over at my website, xenajones.com. I would love to meet you on Zoom and talk about how I can help you to change your life. All right, my friends, have a magical week. Huge love to you all. Take care. I'll see you real soon. Hey, if you are loving everything you are hearing here on the podcast and you are ready to create a bigger life, a life with more love, joy, and freedom, then I want to personally invite you to join me on a Zoom call where we can explore what it will look like to have me in your corner, helping you apply the coaching tools that you are learning here on the podcast to your life. Come on over to xenajones.com, that's X-E-N-A-J-O-N-E-S.com, and book your free call today.